This is Love Talk, the Monica Marshall Podcast. For everyone who desires honest soul-to-soul conversations that will encourage, empower, and fire you up to break strongholds, establish your role in God's plan for this world, and to take bold actions. Here's your host, Monica Marshall. Hi, friends. We are currently in a fall series called Fear Not, Daily Reminder of Who is in Charge. My hope is that each day you grow more and more in confidence and develop a supernatural courage and boldness. Hey, my friends, I am so excited about today's episode. Yesterday, we talked about fear of putting ourselves out there. And if you haven't listened to it, there are some really good lessons from the time Paul was on trial. So you may want to go back to it. But today, we will actually talk about what happens to us when we actually get so super brave and speak up. And, you know, some of us just keep going with it. Like they live a very free life of speaking out their mind and talking about Jesus nonstop. In fact, the moment you see them, the first thing they say is Jesus. They just ask for his presence and speak whatever he brings to their minds. Majority of us, however, well, we see and we know that something should be said we kind of crumble and we we are a little bit fearful and then one day one moment this this anointing comes over us and we know that this is the moment to speak up so we face a friend or a colleague or a family member or anyone that we can or we go straight to facebook And we say something, we say something so profound, so of God, that even we are shocked of the revelation. What happens next is usually a very scary part. We get it out there and we know majority of the people that we know may not agree with it. We start getting feedback and it's not so pretty. And what do we do? We crumble. So looking back at my life as a baby Christian and looking at a lot of Christians in today's day, I've noticed that sometimes they get brave. They speak up. They speak truth, then run and hide. And once again, they recover. Their wounds are healed. Their bruised egos get patched up. And they get brave again. And they speak truth, run and hide. And this pattern repeats itself in their lives over and over again, as if they haven't learned a lesson that speaking the truth is actually what the Lord wants us to do. A great example of running and hiding can be found in 1 Kings 19. Elijah, who just had this humongous win, runs and hides. He runs and hides. Let me bring you back to the story before the run. Um, In chapter 18, we see him speaking to Ahab. We see him speaking truth boldly. He's one of the prophets of God. There are not too many left at this point, but he is one of them. And he knows 
what to say. He has the wisdom. He has the knowledge. He has the anointing. He has the gift of prophecy. He goes straight to Ahab, stands straight and strong and speaks the truth. And then he challenges Ahab. He says, bring all your prophets, all 450 of them. Let's gather on Mount Carmel. Let's have two altars with two bulls. And let's see whose God can bring the fire. As you can imagine, the other prophets did anything they could. They shouted, they danced, they... I can only imagine what they did. But the fire didn't come. And then there was Elijah just standing there peacefully, pouring water on his altar to make it so impossible for it to catch on fire. Yet the moment he raised his eyes to the Lord, the fire came down and the altar was burning. Once again, Elijah spoke truth. This is true God. He didn't stop there. He turned around and brought down the rain. He had such a faith that the Lord could deliver, and he spoke truth. He showed everyone who the true God was. Now, after having this great win, just like us, after posting it on Facebook or speaking to our friends, speaking the truth, sharing the gospel, the fear, the fear crippled him just like it cripples us. We see Elijah getting a word from Queen Jezebel, who said, I will do to you what you've done to my prophets. <laughs> and for a minute, he forgot how mighty his God was. He forgot what the truth was. And he ran and he hid. Friends, he didn't do a good job hiding because he hid under a broom tree. Hello, not much shade there. But don't we do the same? We actually hide in the open air. It's not that we run into a basement and hide in a corner. No. We just hide behind this mask that we put on our faces that says, all is good. Um, I didn't say anything. No one needs to say anything. Don't look at me. A broom tree. Everyone can see you. You aren't even shaded. So Elijah is hiding there. Shaking in fear. And the Lord looks down at him and says, Oh, golly. War is going on to my beloved son. So he sends an angel, and the angel comes to Elijah, bakes him a cake, gives him a jar of water, feeds him, and then he puts him back to sleep. Rest, Elijah, he says. Rest. You just had a humongous win. Rest in me. And when Elijah wakes up, once again, he eats the cake. He drinks the water and falls asleep. Rest in me, Elijah. And then he wakes up again. And at this point, he's fueled for the next 40 days. He goes traveling. 
at the end of his travel, he finds a little cave where he gets what? Rest. Once again, he gets rest. And this is when the Lord speaks to Elijah and gives him direction of what to do next. You see Elijah going from this pattern of speak truth, run in fear and hide, to speak truth, rest, receive my direction, and repeat. Speak truth, rest, receive my direction, and repeat. And that becomes a new pattern for Elijah. And friends, this is the pattern that we need to live. Whether we speak up, whether we post something on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever platform you use, or whether we serve others, whatever we do, if we feel that what we've done is from the Lord, we are convinced of it, we prayed over it, and we've done it faithfully, we cannot run and we cannot hide. The moment it's done, we need to release it. So the attention is on the Lord and the work he's doing and not on us. We need to release it. So instead of thinking about it and dwelling and getting all bent out of shape, we can rest. We've done what he asked us to do. Now we need to rest. And when we rest, when we drink and we eat, when we get back close, so close to our Papa, he will once again give us direction. And we'll know that it's time to repeat. Let me lead you in a prayer. I will leave you with a few minutes of melody so we can have a soul-to-soul chat with the Father. Be raw and honest and just lay it all out in front of him. No filter, no pretty words, no grammatically edited sentences, just you and your heart. Those are the best prayers. Lord, we are so thankful that every situation we find ourselves, you have already covered in a Bible. And when we are tired and weary and confused and oppressed, we can just go back to the Bible and see, oh, that's what I should do. Lord, you prepared us for this life. As long as we are willing to listen to your word, we know exactly what to do. And I thank you for it. I just thank you for the blueprints you've given us. Lord, I ask that those listening today know that when they complete your assignment, when they speak up, when they put themselves out there, they don't need to run and hide. They don't. I ask that they know that their obedience captured your heart. I ask that they know that you are looking down at them saying, well done, my son, well done, my daughter. I 
ask that they fall into a new pattern, that they complete your assignment, speak truth, that they release and rest. And then, when they receive the new direction from you, that they are able to repeat. I ask that this is their new pattern, that this is how they are going to live from today forward. Father, enter their hearts and enter their minds right now today and tell them, son, daughter, you don't have to fear anything because I am with you. When you speak the truth, when you do what I asked you to do, I am with you. Now rest. I'm so pleased with you. Eat and drink. Rest your head on my lap and wait. Because what's coming next is even greater.